Okay, right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good morning. Uh, right, okay. Oh, God. This climate change stuff is excellent. Look at the weather. Fabulous. <laughs> Have you turned your washing machine off today? Uh, the washing machine's off. I've done the... Um, uh, I've washed the bedding. The bedding is all clean, uh, which is uh, is good, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, the bedding is all clean. Um, so there we are. Good. Right. I've got the computer open. I've got everything ready to rock and roll. And uh, i just get on with it, shall I? Can you, can you just touch your grills so I know that you're on the right microphone? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. I, I set it up, didn't I? Come on, girls. Come and sit down. They always like to be with me for... And, and actually, Daisy May has asked if she could actually be the photograph of the podcast this week. Oh, we can do that, yeah. Yeah. This show is a bit of a dog's dinner, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's a big pussy attacked Daisy May the other day, and she's got really upset with cats. Oh, dear. Came into the garden, big white cat, and uh, and she went rushing up to sort of suggest it found the... uh, the way out, um, and the cat sort of turned round and faced up to her. She came rushing back, screaming her head off. Poor thing. So, uh, oh God, do you know, a woman's work is never done. Um, I've done all this washing, I can't believe it. Is that an important message, is it? Mm, it's about messy sheets, so I don't think I'll share it with you. Uh, right, okay. Um, okay. <coughs> Just wanted to know the best word. Anyway, never mind. Uh, so where was I? You were going to tell me what the magic word this week is to start the show. The magic word to start the show? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I need the uh, the code word to start the show. Um, I see. Then we start the show and then we can get on with it. Yeah. What was I talking about? I was just having a chat with you about something. I can't remember what it was. Sticky sheets. Oh, no, no. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um... No, and uh, I have to say, well, actually, we'll save this bit and do it on the show, shall we? Okay. About cats. Yeah, okay. Um, well, what should we, uh, you want to, what do you want a word for? Well, when I say sticky sheets, right, that's when we, we're starting recording. Well, who's got sticky sheets? Well, not you. You've just washed yours. Well, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine how you would make your sheets sticky. Are you ready? What? Sticky sheets. Hello, welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast. I think I should do that again. Yes, I think you should. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast. That's better. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not in the mood, really. Can we, um... Sticky sheets. Hello, welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast. Yes. Oh, that sounds f***ing awful. Okay. <laughs> Well, I just say, uh, well, the problem is, uh, was it Lorraine Kelly who got away with uh, telling the, the, the tax man that she wasn't really, she was playing the part? Yeah, um, yeah. she's two people. Who is she? She's Lorraine Kelly and yeah. Lorraine Kelly. Well, see, actually, uh, since, since I was in my 20s, and I'm a little older than that now, I have been in a long-running soap opera playing the part of a character called James Whale, who goes on the radio and is sometimes slightly obnoxious. Well, actually, for fuck's sake, he's slightly... He's very obnoxious quite often. But that isn't me, as you know. I mean, I'm a dog-loving, 
I nearly said vegan. That would be just telling lies. Uh, I'm a dog lover and uh, um, a person who likes to have a nice, quiet life. You like to save pussies every now and again? Oh, that reminded me of this this f***ing annoying thing. Um, I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere, but people have cats, and I don't mind. And cat, I, I like all animals, all right? There isn't an animal apart from the human that I get really annoyed about. So um, it just annoys, it winds me up when, when a, you know, if, if a person came into your house uninvited, you'd be annoyed. So when an animal comes in, a domestic one, I'm not talking about wild ones, and starts trying to rough up one of my family, I get a little bit annoyed. But I'm not annoyed about the pussy. I'm annoyed about the owners because cat owners are lazy f***ers. And the reason people have cats is because they think they don't have to do anything except put a bowl of water down and feed them occasionally. And then if they get lazy about feeding them, they expect the neighbours to feed them when they pop into their house. Yeah, I sort of agree with that, yeah. Well, cool. Well, what the, uh, if I was in character playing the part of James Whale now, um, what I say is true. I am the seeker of truth and justice. Do you have a special uh, outfit that you wear? No, but I'm thinking about it. So, you know, if you if you have a cat, look after it. Don't let it out because, A, they get run over, B, they fuck up people's gardens, uh, and, and C, you know, they, ha- they have to have their domestic animals. They have to have uh, lines, like all of us, that they can't cross. You can't go into somebody else's garden, kill off all their birds, dig up their plants and shit everywhere. It's not socially acceptable. I've stopped doing that now, though. I'm talking about cats, not you, you bollock. Oh, sorry. So when, you know, when I don't want to, and people say, oh, we're going to kill that cat if it comes in my garden. You know, I don't want to do anything like that. I mean, clap my hands loudly and shout, f*** off. And people get upset and offended by that, but not nearly as offended as I do by your cat coming into my garden, attacking one of my dogs, rampaging around after my birds, and uh, and crapping all over the lawn. Oh, but cats dig a little hole and do it in there. No, they don't. But if you have a cat, lots of people have what they call house cats that they take out on a lead and a collar, or I prefer a harness. I don't like collars around the necks of anything. Uh, always use a harness on your dog, please. Dragging it around. Do you know that woman called Barbara Woodhouse? What an absolute pillock. I, I, and people used to used to uh, herald her as the doyen of dog training. She was an absolute fucking menace with the choke chains, which now you don't see anybody using. I'd have liked to put a choke chain round her and show her what it was like. You, you can't do that to humans, so you can't do it to dogs either. Well, you shouldn't do it to anybody. And, of course, there are still some people who think, you know, pull a dog hard on the neck. Don't have a dog if you want to be nasty to it. You all right, girls? Where have we got? Oh, they've gone out. Oh. Oh, I think the bin men collected something. Um... So I just, uh, I, I just fed up about this. If you're going to have a cat, look after it. Don't let it roam the streets or you'll find it lying in the gutter, squashed. And I don't want to see that, nor do you. What was that? Wind. I have done a little bit of cleaning and all the windows in the house I have thrown open. And so, uh, and, and so, I'm sitting here in my little studio, and I forgot to shut the doors. 
I can go and shut them if you want. I mean, when we start the show, I should go and shut them, shouldn't I? Should we start now, then? Well, no, I'm not, I'm not ready to do it yet. I'm having a moan about cats. I mean, we're not going to do this on the show, are we? It'd be very boring. Was that another door? <laughs> Someone's banging in your house. Ah, lucky them. Oh, dear. Do you know, I've got a lilac outside the window that I cut right back about two, it's all right, girls, about two years ago, and I'm sure it was a lilac-coloured lilac, and it seems to be coming back white. Do they do that? Yeah, it's like uh, humans, their hair goes grey, doesn't it? So I imagine that happens to plants. Well, no, the flowers don't come back white if they were lilac flowers in the first place, do they? They must lose their uh, pigment. I mean, it's a very old, if I ever stand up, yeah, it's a very old lilac tree and I chopped it right back and I thought I'd killed it, but obviously it's sprouted from the bottom and it's got, I can see a lilac, I can see a white, sure, 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 I'm busy, a white flower. You know, you can change the colour back. Hang on, I'm just, can you sing or something? I'm going to just go and check those doors, hold on. Sing? Okay. Do something. Okay. Morning has broken, I don't know the words. So that was a bad song to choose, really, wasn't it? Um, PRS, that's the problem. If I sing anything, I'll have to pay. Is there another... Where are you? <laughs> Where have you gone? What are you doing up there, for goodness sake? Uh, do you know I... what? Come back down. Come on. Am I going to have to edit this out? It's a good filler, isn't it? James chasing after his dog. I've got some exciting stuff coming up in Tech Talk later. I bet you can't wait. Come on. Come on downstairs. Okay, right. I mean, I only live in a little house. Ah, right, okay, where were we? I was going to tell you how to make your lilac tree come back. I quite like it in white, but go on. Food colouring. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, if you put food colouring in the soil, it'll absorb the colouring and it'll go into the flowers. And where did you hear that? I used to do it years ago when you used to try and make blue roses that you can't make. Oh, right, okay. I don't think I will, but it's an interesting idea. Uh, Right, I've, I've shut the windows now, upstairs. Was it upstairs, was it? Well, I think that's where the wind was coming in. Okay. So, I mean, I just, you know, I've, I've washed some bedding. I've re-bedded the bed. Re-bedded the bed. Well, put, put you know, put new uh, sheets on and duvet cover. Do you know, it is the most difficult thing putting a duvet cover on on your own, isn't it? No, you get in. You get into the duvet. No, you don't. Yes, you do. You hold the duvet up in the air with two hands and you get inside the duvet, stand up and it falls down to the floor and then you slowly manoeuvre outwards. Sorry, you get into the duvet. You can't... How do you get into the duvet? You mean the duvet cover? Yes. So let me just get this right, because I've just done this. It's taken me ages. So you get inside the duvet. The cover, yes. A cover, right. I'm inside it. Okay. You hold the duvet, um, the the middle bit that goes inside the duvet, the duvet itself, in uh, one corner in each hand. One corner in each hand, yeah. Lift your hands up. Where, where is the rest of the duo? Am I standing on it? What am I doing with well, it? Well, it's sort of draped in front of you, isn't it? You're just holding up. Okay, let me just get this. So I've got inside the duvet. I'm covered with the duvet. Yes. I've got a corner of the duvet cover. I've got a corner of the duvet in each each hand. Yeah. Inside. I've, br- I've brought it inside. Yeah. 
Okay, it's a bit breathless in here. Yeah, okay, well, it doesn't matter. I get a bit claustrophobic, but okay. So, oh dear, yeah, it's a bit warm as well. So then I push my arms up. Into the corner of the duvet covers, either side. Into the corner of the duvet covers. Right, okay, I'm up there now. Lay it down on the bed and then slowly reverse. Lay it. How do I lay it down on the bed when I'm standing up? Where's the bed? I can't see it. I'm covered in the duvet cover. <laughs> it's in front of you. Trust me. Just lean forward. No, I don't trust you. <laughs> well, you're <It's>, be... <laughs> hang on. Why don't I just let the duvet cover fall to the floor? Well, you could do that. Yeah, that would work. Cover. There we are. How do I get out now? Reverse. I can't. There's a dog behind me. <laughs> well, just... Find out. Just just lie on the floor and sleep in it, then. This is a ridiculous idea. It works for me. Oh, <laughs> f- <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. No. <sighs> My idea is better. You just lie the duvet on the bed. Yeah. And then you get the cover, and you, you get one of the corners in one corner, and then you spread it under, and uh, you do it that way. Okay, there are several methods. All right, yeah. Anyway, what you need is a friend to help you. Yes. So if there's anybody out there who wants to come and help me do my duvet, sticky sheets. Welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast, available, of course, wherever you happen to be. Li- what I, I, do you know, I'm not in the mood today. Are you sure we need to do it today? This is about the third time we tried to start the show. Uh, yeah. What are we going to talk about? Um, well, there's um, there's lots of stuff in the news. There's. Uh... I'll tell you what, listen, I have, because, you know, I do this, uh, this radio show on talk radio from uh, 7 o'clock in the evening until whenever, and we do it just Monday to Thursday, although I am doing a Saturday at the moment, one and four in the afternoon, doing it the, I'm doing it over Easter as well. Um, there was a fire in Paris. I'm sure you've heard about it. Uh, yes, I have heard about it, yes. Yeah, the, the Notre Dame Cathedral had caught fire. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I, 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 I not only heard about it, but I also saw it. Yeah. Well, well were you in Paris? I didn't know that. I wasn't in Paris, no. Hmm. Anyway, I mean, I saw it on the television, but... Uh, and I was on air the evening it all happened, so we did lots of reports and everything else. And that was, you know, it was interesting. It was a breaking news story. It was a, it was very sad. It burned. It wasn't a tragedy, by the way. Well, no one died, as far as I'm aware. Nobody died at all, and it, you know, it, it, it's quite a lot of it is is safe. They reckon they can. But what a fucking fuss! I have never. The following day. It was, you know, obviously in the morning going to be front page of the stories because it happened in the evening. But then it's gone on and on and on. The BBC and Sky News, rolling news, that was the only story in town. I'm beginning to regret Brexit's gone on to the back burner for a while. <laughs> back burner, I shouldn't have said that, should I? <laughs> if we do the show in a minute, I don't let me use that line. Um but it was, I'm fed up with it now. All these pompous people going on, oh, it's tragedy. It's not a fucking tragedy. It's sad it's burnt down, but it'll get rebuilt and nobody was injured. People breaking down in tears, oh, it's terrible. 
you know, it happens to be a great piece of architecture. There is no doubt. I've been there. I've seen it. Um, but all this religious twaddle. Look, they've raised all this money. Massive amount of money. I mean, when Grenfell Tower burned down and 70, more than 70 people lost their lives, that was a tragedy. When the Twin Towers burned down and thousands of people lost their lives, that was a tragedy. The fact this uh, old church in Paris caught fire, very sad, uh, because it is uh, uh, an iconic building. Every time I see it, I just have to go, the bells, the bells, because that's what it reminds me of. Uh, and if, if you're all sort of so uh, religiously inclined, just get in touch with the Pope. He's got billions. He can pay for it. That is true, actually. Why aren't the uh, the Pope people... The Pope people? Is it such people? Yeah, Pope people. Yeah, why don't the Pope people do it? I've no idea. Uh, in fact, some, some silly sod said, oh, they've got the, 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 the crown of thorns, which was on Jesus's head when he was on the cross. Well, first of all, nobody knows whether this guy, if he ever existed. Oh, he did exist. Oh, did he? Is it historical fact? I didn't know that. Um, nobody knows whether he was crucified with uh, a crown of thorns. Oh, it said in the Bible, well, you know, nobody knows who wrote those stories and whether they're true. Interestingly enough, of course, uh, a perceived wisdom is that rabbits were brought to this country by the Romans, right? Well, little bunny rabbit thingies. Yeah, they were brought to this country by the Romans. Now, uh, they have just found recently a rabbit bone that they've carbon dated to, I think, about a thousand years before the Romans came here. So it's it's interesting, isn't it, how uh, perceived uh, wisdom quite often changes. So we have no idea what happened. Well, you know, I can tell you one thing that didn't happen. There was none of this feeding of the 5,000 from a couple of bread rolls and a few fishes. There was none of this parting of the Red Sea. You know, this is all, this is all kind of fairy tales. So, and I, I, I'm really angry about this, as I've said many times, because I was taught this as a fact when I was at school. So, you know, we had, uh, I went to the local village school where I lived, and of course it was, you know, village schools run by the church. Vicar came in and and, uh, spoke to us uh, as if he was telling us a factual thing. Nobody said, this is what some people believe, but it might not be true. So I'm I'm annoyed about that. The feeding of the 5,000 thing, it could be real, though. Oh, really? Well, it's not. It's not like he he actually fed five thousand people for one loaf of bread. He shared his loaf of bread with his neighbours, i.e., the people stood beside him, and the rest in the crowd fed their neighbours. Therefore, he fed the five thousand by demonstrating you can share your bread. Oh, I didn't realise you were so religious. I'm sorry. No, I just made that up just then. <laughs> yeah. Well, now now tell me how the Red Sea parted. Sandbanks. Okay, um, and I've seen, I've, I've actually been to some of these evangelical uh, religious places where people, a long time ago, back in the days of Billy Graham, I remember watching on television as well and see, you know, a woman in a wheelchair, I think it was, who got up and walked again. Most people in a wheelchair can actually walk, and most blind people can actually see something. So when they're up on the stage and they get up and they walk... That's fine. That's they could do that anyway. Right. Okay. This all this stage hypnotism is a load of shyster shit as well. Yeah, that is. I can one hundred percent confirm that. I can explain how that works as well. 
because I've done it. It does work actually genuinely on a, a small amount of people, and they're normally called weak-minded people. Yeah, because you get a couple up, and they get, uh, and you, you, you know, you flance around and do all this. Now, listen to my voice. Just, just shut everything else out of your mind. Listen to my voice. Now, I'm, I want you to relax. I want you to put everything else out of your mind and relax. And now, just listen to my voice and let your let your limbs go heavy. Let your eyelids go heavy and relax. And now, all the cares that you had and all the worries you had are just going to leave your body. They are now disappearing like smoke up a chimney. Now I'm going to count to three, and then I want you to open your eyes, and I want you to pull yourself to your full height and walk meaningfully across the stage. One, two, Three. <laughs> it never fails. Oh dear, oh dear. Mind you, on the radio, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to put that out. Uh, you need to put a warning. Oh, don't operate any machinery while listening to yeah. this podcast. Yeah. But then this isn't the programme, so it doesn't really matter. No. I, you know, I have to get into character, playing the part of James Whale, uh, to do that. But, and, and usually you find people don't want to embarrass themselves by saying nothing happens, so they just do it. Yeah, they do it. It's peer pressure. Yeah. And, uh, and you can, you know, but it, it's, it's just a load of rubbish, really, let people get in your brain. I've, ha- I've, I've actually said to people, go on, in that case, hypnotise me. Go on. You can't hypnotise somebody at all that doesn't want to be. Mm. But, you know, I could actually help. Uh, It's all a a question of the tone of the voice that does it. It has to be monotone, yeah. Yeah, you know. Anyway, so that's that's my views on that. So, yeah, this whole thing, the church, the, the cathedral, Notre Dame burning, it was not a tragedy. It was very sad to see the flames, but, hey, listen, after Brexit's taking a break, there's not a lot of news. And so that filled us up for a couple of days, and then we got the fucking scruffy cuts on the bridge in London. What is it about people who want to uh, save the planet? And this has been through all time, so never mind about Dickie Attenborough and all the rest of them saying, well, look, we know the climate is changing, and man may well have had something to do with it. Let's face it, we make a mess everywhere we go. And if you want to start cleaning it up, stop all these companies producing so much shit in plastic. You know, plastic bottles here, plastic wrappers there. I went to the the supermarket the other day. I wanted to buy a couple of peppers, and they're all wrapped in plastic. I just want two. You've got three of different colours. Can I not get two? Oh, no, we don't have any loose ones. Why not? A bigger supermarket is have them loose and have them wrapped as well. There is no need to wrap up a bunch of bananas. There's no need to put potatoes in plastic bags. There is absolutely no need to do it. So stop it, right? On the other hand, I cannot 
abide these people who are trying to cause enormous trouble in London at the moment. They've, they've actively said, we're going to bring London to a halt, and they're doing it in New York, and they're doing it in other countries around the world as well. And they said, we want everybody to realise that the world's coming to an end. Of course the world's coming to an end. It may not be this week, but it will eventually, actually, mankind will evolve themselves out of existence, because that's what happens. A mankind is a natural part of the world, and we have developed in such a way that we've developed stuff that's probably not doing us any good. Hey, look at the nuclear bomb. We could destroy this planet easily, never mind about driving diesels or flying in aeroplanes. We just need to have a nuclear war, and that'll be it. And, and it's, they're all very middle class and uh, all terribly sort of uh, dyed hair. And there are a few old ones in there. And what happens is you get the, the people with the, uh, the musicians with the bongo drums and the guitar and everything else. And they play appallingly, by the way. And then you get the dad dancers who have to throw themselves around in some sort of manic melee of, of, of arms and legs. And there aren't that many. There's about a couple of hundred stopping the buses and the taxis and the commuters going over Waterloo Bridge, which is causing untold annoyance. And the police, I have to be critical of the police here. You know, arrest them and stick them somewhere. Oh, we haven't got any prisons. We haven't got any... Look, there are detention centres or even, you know, disused holiday camps or warehouses. We're not allowed to kettle them anymore. But for goodness sake, I'm all for demonstrations and people demonstrating. Look how wonderfully well people came into the capital city. Millions of them against Brexit. No problems, no trouble, made their point and went. A few hundred scruffies have decided that they're going to tell me and you and everyone else how we should live our lives. Best bit of television I've seen, by the way, was Adam Bolton on Sky doing an interview with the leader of Climate Rebellion, who looked like brains, but didn't have any. And uh, then he flounced off when Adam Bolton suggested that he was behaving like a fascist because he didn't want to listen to anybody else's point of view. Uh, which is right. There's no other point of view except theirs. And what they think is right, that's going to be how it is. And I, I just, I, a beggar's belief, really, doesn't it? That they, you know, they're doing it in their, their holiday and they're having a lovely time. And thank goodness the weather's good and there's nothing else for the uh, media to, uh, none of the politicians are around. They've all gone. Um, so it's just a bit of a, a bollocks, really. And if you're working in London and you're having to get in and out of town, they're trying to dis disrupt the public. Tr oh, it's just a pain. There's just a few hundred of these people. And I, inter I interviewed one on the on the phone the other day, uh, a girl called Adele. Uh, she was there at Waterloo Bridge, and I was very nice to her. And I said, look, you know, uh, it's fine, but uh, there are a lot of people who want to get on with their lives, and not everybody agrees with you. And then she just burst into tears. What? Just just burst into tears. Burst into tears. I had to say, I said, look, it's all right, pet, don't worry about it. I mean, you know, she said, it's, I'm so emotional about this and you don't understand the world is going to end. I said, well, not for a while and the weather looks good for the weekend, but not everybody feels the same way. And so, you know, you you can't force people. What they want, what Climate Rebellion wants, by the way, no, no aeroplanes, no aeroplanes, unless it's an emergency. So I don't know where they're going to keep a couple for emergencies. Uh, they want to start city farms to feed people in cities and solar panels all over the place. Uh, oh, and uh, they don't want any cars. 
either. Uh, and they don't want people, won't be eating meat. No, no, uh, no beef because cattle are causing huge problems. So uh, people will eventually become vegetarian. Uh, they won't travel anywhere except where they live. And uh, that, that's it, really. No holidays. Don't need a holiday. We're trying to say, do you not understand? We're saving the world. Do you not understand the crisis? We are all going to die. Well, actually, that's the only right thing you've ever said. We are all going to die. Possibly not at the same time, but you never know. We could get struck by a meteor. Uh, as I said, we could have a nuclear war. There could be all sorts of problems. You can't change society. And you can't... And I'll tell you another thing as well. It's okay all the scientists going, oh, yes, well, if we don't do this, I mean, we're heading for disaster. Well, we might actually do all that, change everything, and we might head for disaster anyway, because we might actually change it. Nature decides. If nature doesn't like what we're doing, nature will destroy us. As simple as that. And if we were to sort of try and unpollute uh, what we've done and go back to the uh, levels of pollution of, what, 50 years ago, 60, or before the Industrial Revolution, or back to the Stone Age, or I'm not really sure where they want to go, climate changes anyway. And if we start doing that, that might develop, I don't know, the, the next Ice Age could suddenly rush in, couldn't it? I don't think we should pollute the planet. I think we should try and be as clean as we possibly can. But the biggest problem this planet has, and I'm not suggesting ways that you sort it out, is overpopulation. Too many people on the planet. Far too many. Uh, lots of us living much longer and fitter lives than our predecessors. We are clogging the world up. Mankind should... And, you know, this is the other thing. David Attenborough is uh, going on... Was it Dickie Attenborough? Which one is it? Uh, David. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's going on about, you know, species are becoming extinct. Species have always become extinct and will continue to. But I've not heard anybody say how marvellous it is. I looked out of my window a, a while ago and there were two buzzards just hanging in the sky. Birds of prey were almost extinct in this country. In my childhood, I don't remember ever seeing buzzards flying. And now birds of prey have come back with a rush. So, you know, some species do well, some don't. And that will always be the way. I'm not going to say this on the uh, programme, obviously, because it's, um, it's politically inappropriate. You know, people don't like you talking like this. They don't like you putting the other side. And let's face it, governments want to make loads of money out of carbon taxes. Mind you, that's going to bite them on the bum when they uh, get pushed into a corner and suddenly find out they're going to have to spend billions of pounds buying everybody's diesel cars, then scrapping them. God, that's going to cause pollution, isn't it? And interestingly enough, all these electric cars, to produce the batteries for electric cars, it incurs an enormous amount of pollution in actually producing those batteries. And by the way, they haven't found a way to get rid of them yet. I think I'm right. I might, not, I might be wrong. I'm not sure. No, you are right, yes. Because you're a scientist. I would go as far as to say I'm a scientist. Yeah. And all these, by the way, all these top leading scientists who have the ear of governments all over the world and tell them what's going to happen. Um, the thing that I have observed over the years is that scientists always change their minds about things. Oh, they're allowed to do that. Oh, are they? Yeah. So, you know, we've just realised, after all the diesel car, everything's gone, we've just realised that we've actually need certain amount of carbon into the atmosphere. We've now done it too much the other way. Yeah, there's too much oxygen and now everything's combustible. That is, that's not as silly as it sounds, actually. 
How did these uh, climate warriors get into London? On the bus. On the train. Oh, and car share, I was told by one. Oh, so it's all right for them, then? Oh, yeah, of course, that's it. If they come on a horse and cart, fine. And they all bring their dogs, and I'm sure the dogs are fed up with it. One poor little dog there I saw sitting on Waterloo Bridge looks so fed up. Didn't want to be in the middle of London. And by the way, where are they going to the toilet, all these people? They probably just sling it at buildings. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I tell you what, the graffiti on the roads is going to be there for ages, which is a shame. It looks disgusting. So all those aerosol cans that they're spraying on the roads, then? Well, I don't know if it's aerosol cans or they're using chalk. Oh. I'm hoping it's chalk. Okay, then. That's all right, then. If it's chalk, it's okay. I'll go in the next bit of rain we have. Well, there'll be people with the jet hoses out when they've moved them on. But if they leave them for the Easter break, that will be appalling because there will be so many tourists coming to the capital city over this next couple of days because the weather's going to be so good. And seeing these people sitting around like they're pretending they're doing Glastonbury in the town, and it's just a pain in the ass. And, and to be serious for one moment, if they think this is going to endear everybody to their cause, then they are remarkably wrong. And I find the BBC annoying because the BBC have tried to tilt it towards, oh, yes, everybody's agreeing with them, or most people are agreeing with them. Well, actually, they're not. I haven't found anybody agreeing with them uh, who's got to sort of uh, barge their way through or try and get to work through them. If this country would start picking up the litter that people throw, that would be a really good step in the first direction of us looking after our bit of country a little better than we are. And these kids all get jobs and then they'll disappear anyway and then they'll all make a few bob and they won't want to do this. Well, I don't live in London, so I'm okay. Yeah, well, I hope you're looking after the Isle of Anglesey. I mean, that's going to sink next time the uh, next time the sea levels rise. I live on a hill. Do you? Hmm. Yeah, but that in Anglesey, that's more of a bump. Well, it's 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 a bump above sea level. Really? Yeah, I've just been given a diesel car this week, so maybe I'm not doing my bit. No, I've got a diesel car. It's a new diesel car, and it's uh, very uh, eco-friendly. Very eco-friendly. In fact, it has a re- reduction in the congestion charge in London because it is so eco-friendly. Or maybe I'll come visit you then. I can maybe drive my new uh, eco-friendly mm. diesel. I've only got it for a week, though. Why? I, it's because someone reversed into my car. I've got given this... Oh, I've got a top tip. If you ever get given a hire car by your insurance company, always say you can only drive automatics. Because if you, if you drive a manual car normally, if you say, I want an automatic, they give you the top-of-the-range automatic car, like a BMW or a Mercedes or mm. something, because they don't bother buying the cheap-end automatics. Hmm. So I'm driving. So around. you've got a top of the range um, BMW. automatic, have you? Yeah, BMW. Really nice. Well, why don't you change your car for that? I might just steal this one. Well, if you steal it, you'll get caught and locked up. No, I just won't go back and collect my old car. Yeah, well, they've got your address, you pillock. You can't encourage people to do that. Okay. Honestly. So uh, we could talk about the climate warriors. They call themselves warriors, like the Brexiteers were Brexiteers. Well, these people think they're so fucking marvellous, don't they? The tree huggers. Tree huggers. Mm. And why they grow their hair into dreadlocks or paint it pink, I have no idea. What's that got to do with saving the planet? Again, that's dye, isn't it? You know, that's putting dye into the planet when you wash it down the sink. Dye is Welsh for David. 
It could be. What it is, isn't it? Hello, Di. Di, why have you dyed your hair, Di? Very confusing. Yes, Di. You've dyed your hair, Di. Why have you dyed your hair, Di? What dye did you use, Di, to dye your hair, Di? <laughs> Don't know why that amused me, but anyway. Oh, God. Um, oh, that's a blasphemy, isn't it? You, you'd be put to death for saying that. Did you see this story about the, uh, the Iran? Oh, there's a country. Can we not do something about Iran? This poor girl, uh, Nazanin uh, Zaghari Ratcliffe, is still in, in prison in Iran for doing nothing, uh, and we're not, we're, we're unable to get her out. Nobody is, is helping this at all. Now the Iranians, because they're run by a bunch of mad mullahs, have, uh, have decided their lady boxer, who's done quite well apparently, who's been boxing with the, uh, the name of her country on her vest, Iran, is being threatened with all kinds of appalling stuff if she goes back. Because, you know, you can't, you're not allowed, a woman's not allowed to go around doing that sort of thing. What is it with religion where they get transfixed on what you do? You know, what God says you can't wear shorts if you're a woman? What God says you've got to cover your face up? Uh, what God says you've got to eat fish on Friday? What God does that sort of thing? Didn't think any of you could answer. Luckily, we're not putting this out on the podcast. I think we're going to have to do the podcast another day because I'm not really in the mood to play the part of James Whale. If you fancy, you can sort of... Um, you, you could rehearse your uh, your tech talk thing for when we do it tomorrow, whenever we're going to do it. Oh, I'll do, I'll, I'll do it because I'm not very good at it, so I might as well get as much rehearsal as I can, if you don't mind. No, I don't. And I've got um, uh, I've got an email from uh, Alison Browning who wanted to, if I put my glass on, I'll read it. don't know if we do this on the show. Uh, sometimes it snows in the Middle East. I've got friends in Jerusalem, and they had snow on 1 December when it was mild there. Uh, they loved it, as it doesn't happen very often. There's a few ginger and blonde Middle Eastern folk, something to do with Alexander the Great. So maybe Mary's secret lover was a blonde descendant of Alexander. Who knows? It's legends at the end of the day. Well, it is legends at the end of the day. Um, very good point, Alison. Thank you very much indeed for bringing that up. Well, she's sort of arguing we won't include that on the programme either. I think she was uh, responding to your comments that it never snows in the Middle East. It never rains in Southern California. They've got a problem as well, then. Yeah. Who? Southern California? Yeah. Well, they've got all the loveys over there, haven't they? <laughs> um, anyway, right, did you want to talk about... Do you want to rehearse this or not? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do uh, it. So, so I was going to talk about um, Samsung, the uh, the new um, foldable phones. I was going to talk about that. Um, apparently, they've oh, been... we're not bringing back the f***ing flip phone again, are we? It was no, a pain the first time. Right? No, the foldable screen, you open it up and it becomes like one big tablet. What was that? It's my stomach. Oh. oh, no, it was Daisy. She's getting a bit bored. All right, Daisy, we'll go in a minute. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm rehearsing. So um, yeah. uh, they're giving out all these phones to journalists, and every single one of them, more or less, by the looks of things, is broken. So uh, the Samsung Galaxy Fold phone looks like a part of mm. shit. Um, so uh, I'll probably tell people not to buy those. Yeah, whatever you were talking about. iPhone's the best. Uh, on the 15th of July is no porn day. It's called P-Day. What's that mean? That's when the actual ban in the UK for under-18s from uh, viewing porn comes in. 
Oh, right. How does that work? You have to uh, give your passport, driver license, go down the post office, buy a scratch and sniff card, etc. You know, that thing I was talking about a few weeks ago. <laughs> so, so when you go on somebody's Twitter site yeah. and somebody's tweeted out uh, a porn site or something like that, or, you know, um, if you were to click on it you, it, you wouldn't be able to open it unless you've got some kind of license, is that right? Oh, no, no, social media is excluded from the ban. Sorry, social media is excluded from the ban? Yeah. So where do people actually then see this pornography? Browsing on the internet by going to certain websites. Right, so if I was, for argument's sake, not that I am, but I might, if I was to say I fancy a bit of titillation, right, Mm -hmm. put in... Put in titillation into the Google search engine. All right, okay. I don't use Google, but all right, okay, I'll put it into one I do. All right, you could always ask Jeeves. Right. Titillate, well, have you got one there? Should we do it? Well, I've, got, I've got Google here. We'll try it. We'll, 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 we'll do some research for the show. Yeah, yeah, research. We're not going to do it, obviously. T-I-O-N, I assume. Titillation, yeah. Okay, so I get urban dictionary about titillation. Um, right. I'm not getting any uh, any porn. I mean, hang on. Ah, Google Images. That's what we need to click on. Right. Um, well, I've I've got some clip art. Well, okay, why don't you just put porn? I'll tell you what, why don't you put free porn? That's better. You don't want to pay for anything, do you? Free, as in the number free or the word free? No, th- free. F-R-E-E. Free. Free. Free porn. Yeah, put that in. See what happens. Oh, my God. What? You can't put that there. What? Hang on, hang on. If uh, you were to do this after the 15th of July, this wouldn't happen then, presumably, unless you've got your porn license. Um, no, this will still be available. Um, well, hang on. What, 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 what is this porn license for, and how does it work? Two at the same time. I don't know what you're looking at, but can you turn it off and concentrate? Sorry, it's very hard to concentrate. Hang on. Hang on. No. So you can still look at porn if you wanted to, even without a licence. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Sorry, say that again. You, You can even look at porn without a licence. Yeah. Oh, I like her. She's all right. Yeah. Oh, shut up. So how... How does this license thing work? So what happens after the 15th of July? If you click on uh, on your uh, on your computer or your phone or whatever, you go and, and, and how does it stop you? Uh, it comes up with a splash screen. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it comes up with a, a splash screen. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Oh, we better leave this yeah. out the show. I can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't let this go out. My wife will listen no, to this. No, uh, no it, we it, won't let this go out. This is disgusting. We wouldn't let this go. We wouldn't do this on the show. No. It'll, it'll come up with a screen um, mm. that, that'll say uh, verify that you're over the age of eighteen. It knows that you're watching or trying to view from the UK, and then mm. you'll have to pay um, with your credit card, like a pound or something. Alternatively, you get a um, a verification number from the BBFC, the guys that do the film certification, mm. and then you, that obviously works for a for your device, and you unlock your computer or your phone, and you, I think you can buy a, a one code that works for multiple devices that you own. But once you've unlocked that device, anyone in your family can watch porn. 
Right. So if you were to do what you've just done now after the 15th of July, yep. you wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, I was on Google search engine. That'd still work. Would it? Yeah, I just wouldn't be able to go to the websites that those images are contained on. Well, you don't need to, do you? Because you can just get them up, so to speak. <coughs> what oh, are you doing is, now? This is not going out. You can't say you can just get them up. No, I mean the sites. You can just get them. I mean, you... Oh, never mind. Right, anyway. Uh, you haven't done Tech Talk, have you? And I'm, I'm going out in a minute, so uh, go on. Uh, Game of Thrones Season 8 premiere uh, was downloaded illegally 55 million times in the first 24 hours. That is appalling. That shows how popular all, it is. Look at all the money they've lost. Well, it's a lot, isn't it? Haven't we got on uh, on our uh, backlog of uh, podcasts somewhere? Haven't we got a, an interview I did with uh, James Cosmo from Game of Thrones? We have, yes. Well, well put that out then. Uh, Can't remember how, was it any good or not? The, what, what, Game of Thrones? I've never seen it. No, the interview. Oh, the interview, yeah. I like James Cosmo. He's, uh, he's really yeah, good. Yeah, I do. He's a mate of mine. Well, put that out again. So put that out, advertise, put it out, and put it in all the social media places, put it all there, and then people can listen to that again. Then we don't need to do a podcast this week. Okay, happy birthday, Game Boy. That's... Uh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky we're not doing a show, isn't it? Happy birthday, Game Boy. Yeah. That's 30 years uh, old today. Hang on, did you say happy birthday, Gay Boy? No, Game Boy. Oh, Game Boy. Okay, yeah, right. Happy birthday, Gay Boy. Game Boy. Game Boy. Mm. And uh, Netflix are going to start releasing their viewing figures, so we'll get finally get to find out how well Netflix are doing compared to mm. other TV networks. On my new TV I've got that I don't watch the BBC on, uh, I've got Netflix on there. But you have to pay. Do I? I think you get 30 days free. Oh. So can I go and click on it and watch something on it? Yeah, but the thing is you have to cancel within the 30 days, otherwise you get involved in a recurring payment scheme. Do I? Mm. How much? It's about six ninety nine a month, the last time I looked, but it might be more. Huh. It's not an okay. advert, this, by the way. Not that it's going out anyway. No, 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 I'm, we're not doing this. Is it worth doing? I mean, is there anything worth watching on there or the not? The trick with Netflix is to um, wait Cancel until... It. Well, Every 29 days and then do another one. You can only do the once. But the trick is with uh, Netflix is to wait until there's something that you really want to see. Wait for that season or thing to finish and then subscribe and watch them all within the 30 days and then cancel. Right. Don't say that when we do the show. It just sounds bad. Right, go on. Anything uh, else? Well, no. That, that's, I, mean, I've, I mean, Disney Plus are launching a, a rival station to Netflix uh, and uh, Prime. That's going to uh, be quite big. Yeah, there's too many now. I can't be. I just can't be asked. And then, of course, we got BritBox coming. Uh, well, I'm not sure we have because uh, the BBC are getting involved in that, and I think it's about time the BBC was stopped. Well, they have to really because it's silly that you can't get all the stuff that the BBC and ITV and Channel Four and if obviously Channel Five etc. They all join, and you can't mm. get all the back catalogue. It's just silly. It's all that money just sat there waiting to yeah. be... Uh... Well, then in that case, we can scrap the TV licence, can't we? No, because they'll just say it's the BBC commercial arm and it'll be used to fund projects and stuff. Why don't we uh, have a demonstration and uh, close some of the streets around the BBC about the licence fee? That's true. We could all uh, sort of stand in front of the BBC Radio 1 building, couldn't we, and not stop yeah. people going in. 
Is that still going, Radio 1? I didn't know this. I thought they'd given that up. Do you know, I haven't listened to Radio 1 probably for about 20-odd years. Yeah, no, I haven't. Is Tony Blackburn still on there? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, I just wondered. Uh, right, okay. Do you want to uh, quickly go through some of the questions, see if uh, there's... Um, well, I need to check if I can read them or not. What? I need to check if I can read them. Well, let me have a look. I've got some here. Jonathan Cooper, Brexit Day, Episode 3, pencilled in for October 31st. Won't our politicians be too busy attending to Halloween night? That's a very good point. Actually, we use that one. Yeah, they will. I well, Brexit's never going to happen, I don't think. I think we've finished with that uh, Jean Matheson, she's always on, Jean, isn't she? She's, uh, she's there. Would, what would uh, the world be like, do you think, if we all said what we think? No holds barred. Just honestly say what we think. Ask the questions we want to ask. Declare our feelings. Would it be good or would it... Uh, or would World War Three ensue? I think it would be really bad because if you say everything that's in your mind, and I often do, uh, unfortunately people get really upset. And uh, you don't want to continually upset people, do you, really? Uh, Dave Hill says, uh, the EU say that EU nations will help fund the rebuilding of Notre Dame. Is this fair, considering, to the best of my knowledge, the EU didn't assist with the rebuilding of York Minster and Windsor Castle uh, when they suffered a a similar fate? I I think it's a waste of money. I think uh, the Pope's got more than enough money to uh, build up any uh, Catholic uh, building around the world. Right, so get him to do it. Yeah. Uh, Bob James said, if a deaf person has to go to court, is it still called a hearing? That's a ridiculously stupid question. I refuse to answer it. Uh, Sandra Bellini says, James, wishing you a happy Easter. Thank you, and a happy Easter to you. Uh, whichever Easter is. Oh, isn't that a religious festival? I just think of it as a good chocolate munch. Uh, Rob, Rob Diesel uh, says, do you read the comments? Which comments? These comments. Yeah, these comments, yeah. Yeah, or other comments? No, all of them. Do you read these yeah. comments? No, I don't. Um, why would I? Uh, some of them are completely f***ing mad. Well, I read uh, them, normally. Yeah. Well, you read them, and then uh, you ignore them. Um, actually, those are all the ones I wanted to. Gerard, 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 Gerard Doyle. Ventriloquist dummies, parlor trick or paranormal activity. What do you think, Jared? You make up your own mind, mate. Uh, Radio Litchfield, Saturday at 2300 hours and repeated on Mondays at 10. Be there or be square. No, we have to do that as a job. We have to do that. Do we get paid for that? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a promo. They're, they're a new station that's taking the show. Okay, what do you want me to do? Well, we'll do that after we've done the rehearsals. Oh, okay, fine. Well, I didn't get to rehearse any of that. No. Actually, but I don't think those questions are very good, so uh, get some different ones. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll get some different ones for later then, yeah? Who chooses the questions? Because loads come in and you, you choose the questions. You never, you know, often get the same people every week. Well, it's, it's, it's Facebook's fault. Why? Because Facebook doesn't share um, posts evenly. What do you mean it doesn't share posts evenly? Well, see, what it does is it only sends the posts out to the same people all the time. So when you put a question out saying, can I have some questions, it always goes to the same people first. And when they reply, then it will go, okay, well, they've replied, so let's send it out to another batch. So it's just Facebook. It's destroying itself. Why do we keep our followers controlled to 5,000? 
when I see other people say, oh, I've got 100,000 a year or million a year, why do we keep it down to such a low level? That's fake. You've got a limit on Facebook. You can only have 5,000 friends. Can you? I'd be lucky to get 10. I haven't got 5,000 friends. You've, you've always got 5,000. Oh, right. In fact, you've got thousands waiting in the wings. Oh, well, let's have some of the new ones on. We could turn your Facebook page into a, a like page if you want. Mm. But then uh, then it becomes a business, and then you have to pay to put posts out. Pay? Mm. I'm not paying. Well, there you are, you see. So Don't you, make any money out of this as, as it is. So we're limited to the... Uh, it, it's all about sharing and, and other mm. people commenting. Once more people start uh, sharing... So if, you, if you're listening to it, we're not going to listen to this. Are we? Why are we doing this now? Are we, I'm, just talk, I'm just asking these questions. Okay. I wouldn't do it if we were doing a show. I'm just okay. interested. Right. The problem with Facebook is it's all about money. They've got to make money. So when you, And also, it's all about keeping it neat and tidy. So if you put a question out saying, uh, what colour tie do you think I should wear today? It will only go out to the first 50 people in your list, Right. And they're usually right. the f- 50 people that you interact with the most. Now, if only five of those people reply saying a colour, it will never send your post out to anyone else in your 5,000 list of people. because it deems So what it if we book. change it to the other one, where all people can come on? Then it will go out to less, probably about 20 people, and then it will prompt you saying, uh, why didn't you get your post out to more of your 5,000 people, or indeed the globe... By paying something like £5 per 5,000 posts. So when you pay that money, it will then go on all those people's walls. That's how Facebook works. Oh, that's good. It's in their interest not to put your posts out. Old bus inhaler. Nice. Good. Okay. Uh, right. Listen. Let's uh, let's do this tomorrow or something or uh, whenever I'm in the mood. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try and get some better questions. It's I just have to keep checking your Facebook page and see if uh, yeah. Anyone okay. We'll do that. And um, I'm going to have a lie down. And uh, I'll, I'll talk to you a bit later. Well, you can have a lie down now. Your, your sheets are clean. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk.
Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswhaleradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.